start talking. Episode 248, and now President Harris, or was it Harrison? It's Friday, January 14th. That's right, 14th, 2022, only 345 days, approximately 8,280 hours, or about 500,000 minutes. Yes, it's time. It's time to buy junk, trash, rubbish, and pure crapola that nobody will remember, want, or need for Christmas 2022. For those of you who are always looking to buy things, who are broke, who are poor, who are clueless, we would like you to keep buying. Yes, buy, 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 and keep making those of us who are rich even richer and more richer. Just ask Jeff Bezos. So it's time to laugh. It's time to drink. It's time to feed the blobfish. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, it's Friday. Time to do various things, and let's introduce a few people. The boys who sit around the table here and don't wear pants and kind of help me out. One, of course, is none other than Curly Joe. Curly Joe, what do you have to say today? That's right. Of course, we always have the never-ending, always got a word, the Reverend Roscoe. Roscoe, what's the good word today? Oh. That's right. Leon, you always stink up the place. What else? Tiny Tim. Yes. And of course, my buddy, yeah. Roscoe. So what do you say we get started with our first item today? And let's talk a little bit about China. A Chinese national formerly residing in Chesterfield, Missouri, pleaded guilty today to conspiracy to commit economic espionage. Oh, Chesterfield, Missouri. Ah, spies, spies, Chinese spies. Nah, we wouldn't have Chinese spies in Chesterfield, Missouri, would we? A Chinese national formerly residing in Chesterfield, Missouri, pleaded guilty today to conspiracy to commit economic espionage. Yeah. According to court documents, the Chinese national, whose name is unpronounceable, conspired to steal a trade secret from Monsanto, an international company based in St. Louis, for the purpose of benefiting a foreign government, namely the People's Republic of China. No, you would never have people trying to steal things from our agricultural manufacturing companies. Of course, nobody's paying attention to this. It doesn't make national news. Nobody cares. Why? Why does it not matter? But I guess it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter because they control the economy. That's right. When you take all of your manufacturing and you shove it off to other countries, well... Think you didn't have any brains at all. I have so got brains. Well, why don't you use them? And why don't we use them? Why don't we use them? Because the problem is when you have everything manufactured overseas... Red alert! Yes, right. You have a red alert. It sometimes just makes you want to wonder, are there dinosaurs in Washington? Yes, there are, and we're going to prove it in just a minute. So if this is the first time you're listening to Paul Truesdale Podcast, I'm Paul Truesdale. We call it Paul Truesdale Podcast because, well... I'm Paul Truesdale, and there was no other name to figure out, and we decided, uh, what the heck, that was what we were going to use. Right, Gomer? Surprise! Surprise! 
survive. So I'm an investment advisor and I do a lot of serious work and uh, twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays, I like to blow off some steam and kind of have some fun. And, you know, it, frankly, it, uh, at the end of the day, but I guess it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't really matter anyway. Shut up and okay. start talking. Yeah, we'll, we'll start talking. We'll get going here. So let's talk a little bit about people that simply can't take responsibility. Matthew, what do you got to say? A new survey found nearly half of full-time workers, 46%, who didn't think they needed an emergency fund before the pandemic say they do now. No, it took a pandemic to get 46% of the population to realize they need to have a savings account, to need to have adequate savings. Nah, there's no way. No way are people that stupid. A new survey found nearly half of full-time workers, 46%, who didn't think they needed an emergency fund before the pandemic say they do now. Okay, you do not need to have one of these third grade literacy classes to know that you got to have some cash in reserve. If you do, God bless you for voting. Now there's an effort to get employers to engage in basic savings. Of course, there's a need for employers to get engaged in basic savings because people can't seem to do it on their own. This is crapola. Oh, daddy, 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 mommy, 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 take care of me. Now there's an effort to get employers to engage in basic savings. Yes, I'm really kind of an ass and sometimes I get really sarcastic, but it needs to happen because somebody needs to basically uh, whip some of these people into shape. And if you're one of those who goes, yeah, man, don't be such a horse's... Somebody needs to. Somebody needs to. On a long-known basis, there is an advantage in attracting new hires and retaining employees for employers who offer financial wellness benefits. Financial wellness benefits. Financial wellness benefits. Well, I see spot run. See spot run. Run spot run. It's a freaking children's book, and literally financial literacy is as simple as how much money is coming in? How much money is going out? Oh, that's interesting. From there, how much money do we owe? How much money do we have, that's called net worth statement. So you have income statements, you have net worth statements. Start with that. If you cannot do an income and net worth statement, you're a maroon. You're a total freaking maroon. Oh, who's there? Is somebody at the door? I don't know. Is somebody at the door? I don't know. Red alert! So here's the thing. I'm being mean for a reason. Do you really need to have people going to work to learn how to manage money? Shouldn't you have learned that in grade school? Why? Because moms and dads in schools have failed their children. That's right. Why do we have this going on? Because... Because moms and dads in schools have failed their children. Who's failed their children? Because moms and dads in schools have failed their children. That's exactly right. country's in a shit mess right now because we've got too many people who didn't talk down to their kids and say, listen, shit for brains, you got to do the right thing. And that's all there is to it. Sometimes you just got to do the right thing. So, Ryan, what's our next item here? So much about life in our culture right now has become about the next thing, the next project, the next promotion, the next vacation. Stop doing next. I'm, I'm dead serious about this. You, for those of you who know me, you know that I am a modern minimalist. I believe in using everything you own and owning everything you use. I believe in modern minimalism. And you got to stop living your life for tomorrow. Live your life now. There's a little thing. There's a little thing. Stop and smell the roses. Seriously, stop and smell. When's the last time you went to a park? When's the last time you packed, packed a picnic basket and went to a park? When's the last time you played catch with your kid? When did you play frisbee? When did you simply go for a walk with your spouse hand in hand and enjoy things? When's the last time you got up and watched the sunrise? 
sunrise? When's the last time you went out and watched the sunset? When's the last time you laid on the grass and looked up in the sky and talked about the different images that are in the clouds? We do stupid shit all day long, and I'm a little pissed off because I'm really getting tired of people. Oh, I got to get out of the house. Oh, I got to do things. No, stop living for tomorrow. Live for today. So much about life in our culture right now has become about the next thing, the next project, the next promotion, the next vacation, the next experience. Yeah. We've become obsessed with growth as it pertains to results, achievement, and living a respected, successful life. Oh. We've forgotten how to be here now. We've forgotten about being present. Being present. How, you know, instead of when, when your spouse passes gas and you have a, oh, I can't believe you did. How about laughing? No, I'm serious. Instead of having some of these visceral reactions. <laughs> how about just kind of laughing? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Because sometimes what? Uh, things happen. and eh, no big deal. And uh, like our president, sometimes you do pooty potty in your pants. So it is what it is, what it is. Don't have to get all excited about it. And you don't have to get excited about all the things that are going on in the world. Live your life. Now, I'm a, I'm a stoic. Everybody knows this. I believe that if you get a chance to go to bed at night, you had a good day. If you got to get a chance to get up in the morning, you had a good night. You know, I mean, the, al- the alternative sucks. It means you're dead. So one of the things I haven't done lately is I haven't really kind of drilled in for things. I haven't talked about the seven coins, but I'm telling you in this episode, you, you got to do that. And I'm going to relate again, some of the horses, potential Tootie that's gone on in the last couple of years over COVID with this item right here. Brian, let's talk about our Saudi princess. A Saudi princess detained without charge for nearly three years in Riyadh has been released. The princess and her daughter have been detained since March 2019. Okay, so a princess and her daughter have been detained since 2019. When have we been in lockdown? Oh, this is a news item and some people are saying it's a violation of human rights. Violation of human rights? What about the gazillion number of people? People have been locked down over COVID. In recent weeks, they were released. The two were arrested just before a trip to Switzerland for medical treatment. Oh, there you go. You got to go to Switzerland for medical treatment, but we're going to arrest you and lock you down. Hmm. You're going to hear before I end this episode that some of the same crapola is going on right here, folks. The same stuff is going on right here. And for those of you this who are new to this, I'm a shaggy dog. A Scooby-Dooby-Doo. I start with one thing, kind of bounce around kind of like a hound dog, and eventually I will come to the conclusion. Roses are red, and how do you do? Drink four of these, and woo 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 The 57-year-old businesswoman and outspoken personality is known for her stance in favor of reforms and her denunciation of abuses in Saudi Arabia. Okay, now listen, this gal whose name I can't pronounce, Brian, you can't pronounce it either, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, you know, she's critical of the government. They locked her ass down. What's been going on in the United States? Well, you get a little vocal and you get locked down as well. Right, Roscoe? Yeah. The Saudi princess was detained in Al-Hair prison located near Riyadh and known to host many political prisoners. So if you decide to say that uh, you're not going to buy the... There is an increased activity in flu this season compared to last season. They do expect to see more cases of co-infections. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's more flu, there's more COVID, there's more Omicron, there's more all this. What's going on?
going on. I'm concerned. Is everybody telling the truth? Corona hmm. is not one disease. It is two infections happening in one person. Wait a minute. Can you actually have two things happening in one person? And as you heard in our last podcast, 75% of the people who have died didn't die from corona roni, the rice roni that everybody loves to hate. They died because they had the corona roni and had four. That's right. Four. How many? One, two, three, four comorbidity items. And I want you to re-listen to the last Tuesday's podcast and listen to all of the different things that are classified as comorbidities. Fluorona is basically a co-infection of influenza and SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes COVID-19. Co-infections with any viruses or pathogens have existed before. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, boys and girls. Did somebody from the CDC say that these things have existed before? No, because this time it's totally different. Infections with any viruses or pathogens have existed before COVID-19. Wait a minute, that can't be right. That can't be right. It can't be right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that can't be right. Because if they're saying these things can exist together, then that means... A lot of the things we've been told are wrong. They're wrong. No, they can't be right. That can't be right. Actions with any viruses or pathogens have existed before COVID-19. It's not clear whether it would cause more severe disease, but uh, the good thing is that uh, there is treatment available for both viruses, um, SARS-CoV-2 and the influenza virus. Well, of course there's a treatment. There's a treatment for everything because Fluorona... Florona is going to get you. That's right. Red alert. Florona. Bye, Florona. if things would just simply stay somewhat similar. I'm calling my lawyer. And you know, it's just, it's getting a little bit old. Yeah! It kind of makes me wonder, who's running the, who's running things? Is it the Three Stooges? Whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. I, I think it really is. The Three Stooges are running things. Here's a good example. Listen, I got no beef against uh, President Biden. Uh, he uh, either won or stole the election fair and square. People have been stealing things for years or they've been winning them. I don't know what, what happened. It's above my pay grade. Shut up and start talking. Yeah, so let's listen to uh, President Harris. Wait, President Harris or Biden? I'm kind of confused. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. 
It could be that Biden is a little bit older and he's confusing William Henry Harrison, who was born on February 9th in 1773. And I know he's been telling people that he's old uh, and laughing about it. Um, I know that Harrison died on April the 4th in 1841. He was a military officer, a politician. He's the ninth president of the United States. He died 31 days after his inauguration. It's the shortest presidency in U.S. history. He's the first president to die in office. A lot of us thought that Biden would be dead by now. And it caused a constitutional crisis because at the time there really was no presidential succession. There was, it wasn't really defined in the Constitution. Somebody kind of left that one out. They were off on recess that day when they were writing the Constitution. Now what's interesting is Harrison is the last president to be born under British rule. He was born when we still had the 13 colonies. And if if you're not familiar with this, we used to have a thing called the Confederation, not the South, but we had a the 13 colonies work together under a confederation. Oh, by the way, he's also the grandfather of the 23rd president of the United States, Benjamin Harrison. So the Bushy Bushies, they were not the first ones to do that. You had the Adams, you had, you know, had Harrison's. I wonder if Biden's going to have his kid get in. But, you know, he says he's old. I don't know. Let's, uh, Biden's an interesting cat. I did not live the struggles of Douglas, Tubman, King, Lewis, Goodman, Cheney. Apparently didn't live William Henry Harrison, or maybe he did. Swearinger, countless others, known and unknown. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds, but I walked other grounds. Because I'm so damn old, I was there as well. They think I'm kidding, man. Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested. Anyway. What, what did he say? It seems like yesterday was the first time he what? Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested. Anyway. Got arrested? Unbelievable. Well, you know. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. You stupid. They're not. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end it's just the money. Here's the thing, you know, we got, where are all the people on CNN, ABC, CBS, and all the rest of them making fun of, well, who? Making fun of, I don't know, Biden? I mean, if you say something about Brandon, Florida, you get in trouble, right? You know, Brandon, Florida, let's go, Brandon, boom, 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 boom. That's a foot, you know, Brandon High School. That's a, uh, that's a real thing, right? Uh, can you do that? I don't know. You, you probably can't do that. People got no respect for the brain dead? Yeah, so we do. We have a lot of respect for the brain dead. But again, the reality in life is it is what it is what it is. And like it is with Ferona. My Ferona. It's going to kill us all. You know that. The flu version 75B of uh, the Vax. The Ronaroni. All I know is a lot of people are dropping dead lately. But can we question it? I don't know about that. I spoke to Dr. Ruth Frank Snedeker, and this is what she's seeing in her big hospital in Phoenix. And we should warn, it's pretty graphic. I couldn't believe that in a single week on service in the hospital, I had three patients that needed amputations. Their infections in their limbs had gone too long that they needed one needed an above the knee amputation and two of them needed below the knee amputations. 
Snedeker said none of these patients had COVID, but they had either waited too long at home or they couldn't get the care they needed. And she says this would not be happening if the healthcare system wasn't so overwhelmed. Look, bottom line is I'm going to tell you this. We've been talking about this for a long time. You've got a lot of people that are dying because they have been refused medical care, in addition to which they're not going in. And I'll give you I'll give you a good example. I go to the Mayo Clinic. I may not be going there anymore. I go there for a full physical every year. And when this thing started, I acquired N95 masks. I have everybody in our office, in my family, we all have N95 masks. Paid for them, got them right away, blah, blah, blah. Went up to the Mayo Clinic and I was thrown out because I had the N95 mask because the paper mask would do better to protect people who would have to breathe my air. The air that I'm breathing would be protected, they said, but you're exhaling bad air. You have to wear a paper mask. I said, well, I put paper mask over this. No, no, no. You have to take the N95 off because it's not fair to the people that have no mask. That's right. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. Can you believe it? It wasn't fair. I wonder if now I go back up there if they'll do the same thing. I don't know. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm not going back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, I can't tell you how disgusted I am with what's going on. And well, at times it doesn't seem like anyone's in charge. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like anyone's in charge. Now, whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. And the big surprise is no surprise. It kind of is what it is, what it is. And I can tell you, I know that I'm getting sick and tired of it. I think everybody's getting sick and tired of it. Tired of uh, being jerked around. Because when it comes right down to it, you know the truth. I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end it's just the money. And so I want to play one more item here and then we're going to do our song. We're going to do Can't Stop, Won't Stop. We did that before. I enjoy that. We're going to do it again, but uh, this was on 60 Minutes. And I'm going to do a little bit of pining when we listen here to Leslie Stahl. We've all seen signs in front of shops, restaurants, and factories. We're hiring. Help wanted. Yep, there's a lot of people looking for jobs and there's a lot of jobs that are open and available. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, for those of you who have been listening to me for decades, you've heard me say there's these things go in cycles. You know, I can remember paying almost what, uh, I think, I I don't remember the exact number, but I think the the first mortgage I got on a house, I was paying, I think it was around 15% for a 30-year mortgage. And I was glad just to be able to get it. I had a money market account that one time paid over 21%. I remember being on the public policy institute for a college here in Florida where we were struggling with and how are we going to handle the housing crisis here in Ocala and Marion County? There were no houses that were affordable. Affordable housing was a big thing. 2008 and 9, that was not a problem. Vacancies everywhere. The big sell-off. All of that because of government. I can go on for hours and hours and talk about booms and busts in the stock market. But this is always, oh, what? We don't understand. Why are people doing this? Times are not different, but they are in one respect. There are a lot of men and women, 50 and older, who are highly competent, highly trained, and those who are younger who have said, I'm done. I'm done. I can't get promoted. I can't make the wages that some young snot-nosed punk comes in and they fit some kind of quota and I'm done. People are walking off the job. And when you have baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964, there were technically 76 million baby boomers and they've, they're they tired of taking the shit that's out there. They're walking off the job, folks. Sorry for the language, but you can tell you that I'm not a happy camper about this. People, instead of screaming and carrying on, 
They're just saying, I'm done. And now the Omicron variant is taking a toll on the already depleted workforce. Okay, here we go again. Corona, Rona, Rona. Corona, Rona, Rona. Everything's about the Corona, Rona, Rona. Rice, Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Come on, come on. People are tired of what's going on in the nation. We don't know who's in charge. We don't know what it changes so much. I'm done. They're done. They're just walking off. That's what's going on. The government doesn't get it. And for those of you who might be listening, who are in the government, I make money every time people have problems. You know, I do. Certainly. Because it's all about, well, I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end, it's just the money. Because when things like fall apart, what I do becomes really, really valuable. Oh, when everything's going fantastic, nobody gives a rat's. But when it falls apart, it's like, oh no, what do I do, Paulie? Here's the thing. Listen to me. This is a trend. I've talked to you about vans. I was talking to a lady today about vans. How cool it would be just, you know, chill out and go across the country. You know, there's a lot, a lot of people are doing it. You can live cheaply in this country. And you know what? By locking everything down, a lot of people figured that out. A lot of people figured out, man, I can live a whole, a lot of life. I'm not living for tomorrow. I'm I'm living now. I'm living the here and now. So much about life in our culture right now has become about the next thing, the next project, the next promotion, the next vacation, the next experience. We've become obsessed with growth as it pertains to results, achievement, and living a respected, successful life. We've forgotten how to be here now. We've forgotten about being present. We forgot about being present. And when you have so many people that are being told to shut up and start talking. And they want you to not just talk, they want you to walk and get the hell out. I'm telling you, you're creating a situation where people are getting angry, and that's dangerous. We've wondered how there can be so many open jobs when nearly every employer seems to be offering better pay. They're offering better pay, but unfortunately, as I said before, you've got people out there that are so stupid, they don't even know that they need to have a savings account. A new survey found nearly half of full-time workers... 46% who didn't think they needed an emergency fund before the pandemic say they do now. Now there's an effort to get employers to engage in basic savings. On a long known basis, there is an advantage in attracting new hires and retaining employees for employers who offer financial wellness benefits. Why? Because moms and dads in schools have failed their children. <laughs> benefits, and even signing bonuses. The government's jobs report released this past week tells us what has happened. By the way, the United States military is offering up to $50,000 as a signing bonus for certain key skill sets that they can't get anybody for. $50,000 for a G.I. Joe. The average signing bonus. I'm talking a guy who can barely fog a mirror. A gal that is looking up in the air going, what, what's, the, what's that wet stuff coming down? Oh, that's rain, Mildred. Oh, so that's rain. People that are dumber than a box of rocks are getting $14,000 to go into the United States military. God help us. Well, over 20 million people quit their jobs in the second half of 2021. I love how you, 20 million people quit their jobs in 2021. Leslie sounds like she's going to have a Corona-Rona virus stroke. Some are calling it the big quit. Others, the great resignation. Of course it's the big quit. Of course it's the big resignation because you know what? Everybody knows we're going to die from Florona. Florona. Got to wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. We're going to have herd immunity. 
Get a vax. Get a booster. Get a pill. Get another vax. Go on stage. Go to your hotel room and drop dead. Oh, almost make age 100 because Corona. So, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, always remember, never forget, people are getting fed up. They're getting really fed up. Curly, what do you think? Yeah. And so as a result, I, I don't know, man. I think um, I think it's I think it's sad. It really is sad that we have so much fraud going on in the government. We have so much fraud going on in, in the media. You can't talk about things. Tiny Tim. Yes. Tiny Tim can't talk about things. The Reverend can't preach without going to jail. Oh. Reverend gets on stage in Brandon, Florida, and the sheriff in, in Hillsborough County, you know, locks him up. It is what it is. Oh. But hey, what can I say? The best thing to do, Leon always has an answer. Yep, right? Yeah. That's right, Roscoe. Well, one of the things that I like to do at the very end here before we do our ending is I'm going to give you a little song, and we're going to sign out on this thing pretty quickly. For those of you who are first-timers, hey, I simply run this as quickly as I can. Not a lot of production. Everything here is done off the cuff, and so it's late. I'm getting this up just before midnight, and uh, so I kind of ran out of time this week. But, uh, yeah, I love this song. Can't stop, won't stop. We used to play this when we had our podcast called We're Not Wearing Pants, and it's one of my favorites. We're going to get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, make sure to kiss the blobfish. I dated one of those. Her name was Blob. Last name was Fish. She could kiss. She had a set of lips. Look at that thing. Mm-mm-mm. Stay tuned for Bill Murray at the very end. The Rapper. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? 
because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing, a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com. Yeah! Cut the crap, Morty. I mean, the Mohawks have beaten us the last 12 years. They're going to beat us again. That's just the attitude we don't need. Sure, Mohawk has beaten us 12 years in a row. Sure, they're terrific athletes. They've got the best equipment that money can buy. Hell, every team they're sending over here has their own personal masseuse. Not masseur, masseuse. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. Do you know that every Mohawk competitor has an electrocardiogram, blood and urine tests every 48 hours to see if there's any change in his physical condition? Do you know that they use the most sophisticated training methods from the Soviet Union, East and West Germany, and the newest Olympic power, Trinidad Tobago? But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 Even if we win, if we win, we win even if we play so far over our heads that our noses bleed for a week to 10 days even if god in heaven above comes down and points his hand at our side of the field even if every man woman and child held hands together and prayed for us to win it just wouldn't matter because all the really good-looking girls would still go out with the guys from Mohawk because they got all the money. <laughs> it just doesn't matter if we win or we lose. It just doesn't matter. It just Tired of uh, being jerked around. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. 